Welcome to the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. My name is Andrew James Brown and I'm the minister of the Unitarian Church in Cambridge, UK. Knowing that full scope always eludes our grasp, that there is no finality of vision, that we have perceived nothing completely and that, therefore, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk, I hope that, on occasions, you'll find here a helpful liberal, religious and philosophical reflection that encourages you to journey through life, making footprints rather than blueprints. Welcome. Spiritual power beyond the known self, being some thoughts on the grace displayed by an unsecured or secured door. A short thought for the day offered to the Cambridge Unitarian Church as part of the Sunday service of mindful meditation. As some of you may know, between last Christmas and New Year, a recently arrived homeless asylum seeker from Hong Kong knocked on the manse door to ask for help, having seen a Cambridge City of Sanctuary sign on our notice board saying, We welcome refugees and asylum seekers. After paying for Jay, not his real name, to spend a week in the local youth hostel, many of you, very kindly, then donated what has now amounted to nearly £2,000 to a fund to help me continue to help, in a very modest fashion, people who in their desperation arrive unexpectedly at the manse or church door. I'm pleased to say that, thanks to the Cambridge Ethnic Community Forum, and a family working through the Refugees at Home initiative, Jay is now in accommodation provided by the Home Office as his claim is processed. Jay and I have remained in touch and met throughout this period, and many times he has expressed his gratitude to me, Susanna, my wife, and to you, the congregation, for the help he received at a very low and dark point of his escape from the Chinese government's crackdown, on pro-democracy activists in Hong Kong. I hope I have accepted his thanks appropriately, but throughout our conversations I have been very careful to point out that, at least from where I am standing, his gratitude should, in the first instance, not be directed towards me and Susanna, or us, but towards what our own Christian tradition calls the grace of God, or to what the Shin Buddhist tradition calls Tariki, which may be translated as other power, or something like spiritual power beyond the known self. Why do I say this? Well, here's why. When Jay knocked at our door, it was about 9.30pm, and being very tired and run down myself, I decided I would not answer the door. If you know anything about living in a city centre manse, lying in between a church building and the Samaritans, you will know why I sometimes so choose. However, the next thing Susanna and I hear is a voice calling up the stairs from inside our hallway, asking if anyone is in and whether we can help them. And so downstairs we went. At that point, what else could we do? And the thing to realise here is that our front door can be a bit wayward and sometimes it doesn't close properly and so Jay's knocking had on this occasion served to open the door to him. Fortunately, we discovered that Jay was a completely sober and non-threatening individual with what seemed to be a genuine story 
and so an initial measured conversation was had about how we might best be able to help. The rest of the story so far you all now know. As I have already mentioned, I've continued to say to Jay that I think his primary thanks and gratitude would best be directed not to me and Susanna or us, but towards the grace of God or other power that was manifested through our wayward, unsecured front door. I tell him, remember, I would not have opened the door that night if it had been up to me. But it's not just Jay who needs to be aware of this, but all of us. Just as Jay has benefited from the working of that graceful spiritual power beyond the known self manifested through an insecure door, so have I, and so have we all. Because on this occasion it has enabled us to do something real, if very modest, to make the world a tiny bit better for another person, and I hope for us as well. It's important to remember, however, that at other times the grace of God or other power has, or so it seems to me, kept the manse door firmly closed and secure, whilst receiving some significant pounding. Thankfully, over the years, it has stopped a number of highly distressed and out-of-control people from entering the manse and causing further distress or harm either to themselves or to me or Susanna. Anyway, the incident with Jay, as well as a couple of more recent incidents involving both the opening and closing of our door, have all served as a salutary reminder to me that there is no easy, single, simple and predictable way the grace of God or other power works. But what is easier and simpler to grasp is that there is always at play in our lives a spiritual power beyond the known self, the working of which we must acknowledge even as we often don't understand or always like what it brings. Such an acknowledgement is, of course, why I'm a minister of religion and not a secular charity or social worker, and why we are a religious community and not a secular homeless, refugee, asylum seeker, mental health or wellness charity. As Paul Tillich says in his influential sermon, You Are Accepted, quote, in the light of this grace, we perceive the power of grace in our relation to others and to ourselves. We experience the grace of being able to look frankly into the eyes of another, the miraculous grace of reunion of life with life. We experience the grace of being able to accept the life of another, even if it be hostile and harmful to us. For, through grace, we know that it belongs to the same ground to which we belong, and by which we have been accepted. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. So, farewell for now, and remember, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk. See you on the path. Mm-hmm.